the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch and ready to talk gardening with you at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. On a brisk Saturday afternoon, we're here on the yeah, porch at Millburgers. It's not 70. I no. Uh, they the they promised us it that. Ain't 70. So, uh. Oh no! I what think, I think the humidity. Is on oh, the gloves are on. Oh no! <laughs> a little, a little bit of humidity in there. <sighs> I think yeah, there's a little breeze and a little humidity, so it's a, it's a damp 54 degrees. But it'll, uh, the sun's trying to get through those clouds. I don't know. We'll I, see. I, I, walking the dogs this morning, and I have a neighbor. Neighbor, I walk by, and usually we complain it's too hot. Oh, you know, and then, and then or it's, we haven't had enough rain. But this was, today was unusual. He says, I'm tired of this darn rain. You, you know, no. You see, I say, you can't win. No, it's, uh, and yesterday was weird. I didn't think they were predicting rain for yesterday. and I don't was, think it, they were either. I don't well, think it rained yesterday. It yeah. kind of misty. Well, okay. It was misty, but there were, there were drops. I mean, nine, was, yeah, nine were hunters. Misty drops. There were misty drops. Almost a tenth of an inch, officially. Really? See? Really? Yeah. Well, two, two days a, in a row. You weren't paying attention. <laughs> I was paying attention because I had my rear end front wipers working. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Driving around. But there are folks out here at the nursery, and she's look. She's got all pansies and some. Uh, are those veggies or what is what's yeah. in? The, yeah. So uh, there's still folks out here. So we encourage you to come on out and uh, visit with us, and uh, and then see the new greenhouse. This is perfect onion planting. Oh, is it weather? And we've got a good supply of uh, onion varieties and new onion varieties. I was. Uh, that's where she went? Yeah. Oh, she's over at the onion. She sure is. <laughs> but, uh, and and they they brought this cart of uh, freeze-damaged uh, fr- fr- freeze plants up and set right in front of Calvin yeah. so he would know that uh, uh, the freeze damage did, did, did some damage to our nursery stock. And there's there's my poor little uh, church cap. cap there that uh, looks like all the leaves are frozen off of it. Well, that, that looks 
You know what I what happened to me is I I put all, on Saturday I covered all those plants <laughs> and I thought you know tied them with my you know, had two layers you know of the insulate and then the blanket and then tied them with my clothesline and you did good put my had they frozen and, uh, yet? No, 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 the, win- the wind that night. Oh yeah, it was took, strong. Took two of the tops right off. And then the worst part was, uh, it was I guess Sunday. I was going to go repair it, and I wanted to. I said, "Well, it's easier. I'm just going to get new material that's in the shed uh-huh. because all the stuff that was outside was frozen with the water and everything." Of course, my shed. All the locks were covered with ice. <laughs> so I said, oh, man. So I got out my gloves and fought with that and re- put them back up. Um, and I don't think I had any extra any extra damage. The, uh, the, I put the heat sources with the lemons again, uh, with this time, and with limes again. And uh, the limes look pretty, pretty good. And the lemons, I think if there was the, the defoliation is probably that first uh, period of cold weather. Yeah, that, that probably got them. So, but yep. I, I think my grapefruit are going to be. Is uh, this your picture in the paper? No. Uh, <laughs> no, that one is under my name. Is it? No, Calvin no. Finch. His, his, that's actually his picture. Oh, I was, I was, yeah, he, not the oranges, but not, but not the uh, citrus with uh, the. the uh, I, I'm, almost, I'm almost believing I was staged. Oh gosh, yeah. Well, there's two two varieties of of citrus there. And, yeah, uh, and it looks like oranges. And it looks regular oranges. Yeah, it looks like it uh, is someplace that they normally don't get cold weather. I bet, oh, I bet that's taken. Uh, where they where they use the irrigation irrigation yeah I to, think you're uh, right to because that that's just too much ice yeah to, yeah we got ice but not that much not that much yeah we had icicles off of our but Jer- what Jerry's talking about if you you know and we've talked about this quite a bit if uh, oh like peach peaches in the early part of the year something you turn the if you turn a sprinkler system on or an irrigation system on in the whole system and can leave it on during the whole freeze period it never gets below 32 degrees because that as that water freezes it releases the energy uh and so you Heat. end up yeah. you end up yeah you end up with a really nice looking fruit but real ice icicles over everything just like in the uh, photo in the in the picture but it doesn't work if you stop. That's right. The key, the key to it is you've got to leave the water running that's oh. until the ice melts. Yeah, that's where you got. That's where the the energy comes from, the heat. Yeah. And uh, so, the minute you stop that water, that then the tem- temperature of the ice drops. Yeah, to, I bet to the both of these pictures are from uh, Florida or somewhere where they had. Uh, had some cold. It's a pretty striking picture. And tried to tried to save the fruit by using uh, irrigation. Hey, our number two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah, it sure is two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That's the number to call us to be a part of the show. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 
Yeah, Kevin got a kind of a combined article on a lot of things in uh, today's paper, uh, Section C, my essay, and uh, that that's got that picture of the orange icicles on the oranges, and I'm pretty sure that's oranges, not Satsumas. Well, it was kind of the article kind of matched my. Uh, mood and reaction to the weather we've had because it's a, it's kind of like a what what do we do next you know everything's <laughs> brown and there's some things that could should be planted and getting ready for things to plant uh you know pull plants get ready for pruning all that kind of stuff so so the i think the key word in that article is probably assess see where you're at see what needs to be done yeah. make those decisions and this guy that uh, brought in the uh, material uh, from the the, ro- the roses that we were checking to see if it was uh, rose rosette, uh, and he he was talking about the pruning. Uh-huh. Yeah, he he's ready. He's kind of ready for action. <laughs> he he kind of you know. People are not in San Antonio are not used to. Used to this uh, winter yeah. dormancy. I yeah, guess. all that half dead and brown material is, you know, you're gonna let's start start over again and get, get that brown material out of the way and get ready for the new growth in uh, six weeks from now, I guess. And Calvin's begging them to leave it for the birds. Yeah, I know the little low flying birds. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he talks. He talks about uh, leaving the dead stuff for. Uh, for the birds and wildlife. I did recognize in there, though, that, I, that I, there is a pressure on gardeners that get rid of that brown yeah. material and let's get started again. And But you don't want to move too fast. We've still got six six weeks before February is over. Yeah. And then... Uh, the, and the rodeo. Don't forget the yeah. rodeo. Yeah. And That's of course, always a little cold too. And the rodeo tomato, the um, um, the not you mean the the nineteen uh, eight? I mean the twenty eighteen. <laughs> you know, you could just make it worse too by sneaking in some letters. Uh. It's the twenty eighteen C seven. You know, <laughs> nobody would remember it. <laughs> There's just no way. But it is. It does have a cool name, right? We, yeah. We, we've, we don't we don't know what the name is, but it's a, it's not just a number. Yeah. I'm uh, a, and uh, there, our uh, commercial producers, uh, uh, our wholesale producers, are, uh, are already seeding the tomatoes. Oh, good! In fact, I went over to uh, to make sure. To give them your blessing. Do what? To give them? Did you give them a blessing? Yeah, well, yeah, I went over to see which which ones uh, tra- Trace and. All of them here in Millburger wanted me to updo, update their uh, variety listing. And uh, so I said, well, the, be- the best thing to do is go and see which ones are going to be produced this year. And so I went over there to see which ones they had actually or were actually seeding. And uh, I've got a list of those, which I'll put on the uh, put on the. On uh, plant answers at the appropriate time because there's, there's 15, 15 varieties that they're seeding. Oh. 
and uh, most of them are the, the that include the rodeo tomatoes. But uh, and then I, and I asked Trace, I said, "Well, do you want to list all 15 of them? You know, I mean, see the." We're getting into that situation where we add a new tomato every year, and it eventually becomes a problem for the producers to have those transplants available. Well, just so they don't leave off my favorite tomato, that's what all the gardeners out there yeah, are yeah, saying. Yeah, right. I don't care if they're 15. I just want to, I've got my four favorites <laughs> that I have to be on there. And... Uh, the good news is they are going to seed some tycoon. Okay. They've got wow. a few seed left, some seed left. So we got one tycoon. more year at least of tycoon. Less than a year. Man, and, uh, people are going to be lining so, up for So when, when, when we talk about the tomatoes are available, probably be the first, first of the middle of uh, February, if you're a tycoon lover, you better get in and get those first tycoon plants because we don't know how long they're going to stay on the market. But uh, <clears throat> so this is this is a dilemma that we run into. What I think I'll do is uh, go ahead and uh, put the whole, uh, all 15 of them, the whole list, as and a description of the tomato varieties on uh plantanswers.com but uh still that doesn't that doesn't mean that they're going to have all 15 of them at at uh at Millburgers. uh and uh inevitably we're going to leave out leave off something yeah we're going to do a t- tomato promo promotion article too so as soon as it's available, you could if you yeah, send me maybe, that article. Maybe maybe we could put all fifteen of them in that article. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I put a link to Plant Answers in, in that article. So anyway, that's that's a, that's a, that's a that's a good uh, problem to have, I guess. It's uh, and uh, and remember that uh, we're the only ones that have that problem in San Antonio because of the rodeo tomato. You don't have that problem in Houston they just you have to sell what they what they get and they don't have these new hybrids available so uh so it's a good we've created a monster is what's happened here well it's fun that adds to uh the fun of gardening in yeah, San Antonio yeah, yeah. and the success I think yeah oh yeah absolutely because there are my people are much more alert to uh differences and what the characteristics they like and don't like about the varieties. Hey, you know yes. it's on Monday. It's uh, it's uh, it's the what third Monday? Yeah, again. look at Calvin. Remember that? Yeah, I sent the uh, sent brought an email for Milton and sent you one, Jerry, so we wouldn't forget. <laughs> Begging me to uh, to remind, because we forgot last last time. At least I forgot last time. Uh, the gardening volunteers of South Texas will hold the a gardening essentials class on Monday, January twenty second. That's this coming Monday, right? Yep. From twelve to three. Uh, the, the event will be held at the San Antonio Garden Center, thirty three ten North New Braunfels Avenue, and. Uh, 
and it's free and open to the public. Uh, the class will include two speakers. The first speaker is David Schultz of David's Garden Seeds and Products. I think that's a new uh, <clears throat> that's a new uh, seed company. Yeah, he's collecting a lot of seeds. Yeah, for, they, they just opened up here. Couple, I think they've been at a uh, festival for the past. Yeah, yeah. Year, I think so. he's he's into heirloom too for folks that oh, are. Oh, okay. Is he? Am, am cool. I wrong in that? What's that? Heirloom? Is he into heirloom? I think varieties? so. I, I don't know. I think he's got uh, new, numerous varieties. Yeah. And uh, he'll demonstrate how to sow seed indoors this winter. So okay. Be, that'll be a good. Yeah, that sounds uh, good. Precursor to the uh, winter garden. I mean, uh, spring gardening. The second speaker will be Robbie Davies, 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 Robbie Davies Will. <laughs> or Robbie Will. Robbie Will. Oh, okay. Uh, of the Antique uh, Rose Emporium, and she'll demonstrate how to, ca- the, how to care and prune winter roses. And so those are two very uh, pertinent uh, topics uh, that you, that you want to uh turn to come in to see also available will be uh two garden tool sharpening for three dollars a two and a pot lunch lucker a lunch a potluck look potluck lunch and plant sale the friend is, the print is the event is free and open to the public there's no need of prior registration just show up uh, for more information, please visit GVST GVST website at www.gardeningvolunteers.org. That's www.gardeningvolunteers.org. And I'm going to be there, uh, and I'll be uh, selling some raffle tickets, just like we have for all those years. As part of the South Texas Home Garden Environmental Show, Hummingbird and Butterfly Garden top prize, oh, and the okay. gardening volunteers, of course, plant it. So oh. that, that that's how they're involved. Uh, and then we'll talk about uh, that event. Uh, one of the featured uh, topics or themes again uh, this year are uh, old-fashioned and tough modern roses. And Jerry and I'll uh, we'll be, be we'll be talking later about the classes that we're teaching. Uh, down there in the landscape school, but uh, you and want this is in this is in uh, Floresville. Yeah, Floresville, March third and fourth is the uh, is the big event. But I'll be there on Monday for uh, anybody that wants some information about that, that event and plus the uh, raffle tickets. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867 and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery where the sun appeared for just a second and now has gone behind the clouds. So uh, come on out and uh, visit with us. The It'll breeze be... kind of stopped. Yeah, it's, I think it's actually warming up. We'll tell you more about that and uh, more right after this on 9 30 a.m. This is The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. What's your gardening goal for 2018? Well, you know what? 
Millburgers can help you with that goal this year and for years to come. Maybe you're looking for a water garden feature. Millburgers can help you with that. Maybe you just want to improve your yard and make it look nice. Maybe the lawn needs a little help. Millburgers can help you with that. Maybe you've always dreamed of growing fruit trees. Pecans. Millburgers can help you with that. Millburgers carries plants that are specifically recommended for this area and have been tested in South Texas. Millburgers carries the products you need to keep those plants healthy and happy. And the experts at Millburgers, the staff, they know what they're talking about. So you can get the professional advice you need to make sure your gardening experience is A1. That's Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And by the way, Head on over to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. You'll find out about all the events that are going on at Millburgers. That's MillburgerNursery.com and Millburgers at 1604 and Bullfordy Road. Del Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. So this is where you work. I own it. I actually did something with my life after you walked out. In the movie Forever My Girl, Liam skips out on his wedding to Josie and heads off for a singing career. But eight years later, he finds out that he left more than a potential wife at the altar. He left an unborn daughter, too. There's much to like about this film. For instance, we see relationships healed and a guy eagerly wanting to become a part of his newfound daughter's life. On the other hand, there is a lot of heavy drinking here and some dicey premarital choices that are given a pass. So I'm giving Forever My Girl three twangy chords out of five for family friendliness. For more on the film, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. Dennis Prager says, vote on issues, not people. Policies run countries, not personal kindness. Among my friends, I only want the kind and fine and good. For those who make my policy, I would prefer that they be all those things, but they don't mean a damn thing. Why is this not obvious to everybody? The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11, right before Michael Medved at 2, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Spider-Man Pest Control, Warren, Remy, and I were talking the other day, and... uh, Going back and forth through email, he said a lot of folks are calling in with ant problems. Ants? Uh, well, their, aunt, their ants won't leave. Neither will their uncles. Wow. <laughs> oh. The holidays are over, and they still have the ants in the house. Uh, well, with the weather out there, why should they go outside? Why should the ants? Yeah. I don't know. They should. They, they want to stay in the house. Yeah, Those little ants. brown ants, the little 
So that, oh, the genie, not the fire ants. Yeah. Oh no, the fire ants are an issue in the house too. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh and my goodness. In the containers. Wow. All right. So if you're ready to get rid of those ants or roaches or spiders or scorpions or rats. Sp- Raccoons. Yeah, apparently so. Spider-Man Pest Control is the place to do- go. Warren Remy has been doing this since 1976. And folks who use them never go back to anybody else. They love Warren, love working with Spider-Man for a variety of reasons. His professionalism, his quality service, but mostly uh, it gets the job done. He really does. They uh, they love him for that. So give him a call at 656-3721. That's 210-656-3721. Or check him out online at GoSpiderManPest.com for Spider-Man Pest Control, your web of protection since 1976. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. I was uh, driving by uh, Wild Birds Unlimited. I was going to, I don't know if, if you've talked about the finches in town. Oh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Oh, my goodness. He had a finch feeder out, and it was full. Full of. Oh, the <laughs> was little American yellow. American gold finches? Are too? they the yellows? Yeah, well, the were they bright yellow? Yeah. Oh, lesser gold finches. Oh. But they're, no, lesser <laughs> gold finches are prettier right now. Cause yeah, no, they were gorgeous, and they were. There, there really actually could have been about 12 or 15 on there, just all hopping around and then flying off to a branch and coming back. And I noticed that they, that when the cold weather started, they they started coming full-time to the feeders. I guess they oh. they were out there about, about being busy, and then they say, well, it's getting serious now. we gotta, we got to go to concentrated food like that uh, Niger thistle. If, you, uh, if you've never tried that thistle seed bill doesn't like it when i call it thistle he's he says it's you should it's more romantic or more elegant if i call it yeah. niger okay niger but it's a thistle seed yeah oh. yeah the high protein little thistle seed and uh and i've seen it finches just love it now okay so if you if you get a, a finch feeder where do you put it do do they need some space? Uh, yeah, they don't. They don't need the the finches. Are get really tame. Oh, good. I we got it on our uh, patio, so that you can see it out the kitchen window. And then if you sit, sit on the patio, it's right there. Oh, that's great. I've been okay. putting together martin houses and sitting out there, and they they just ignore me. They're coming <laughs> back and forth to the feeder. They don't seem to be uh, afraid. No. I've noticed that on the the littler, I, uh, on the littler birds, though, like the orange crown warblers, the kinglets, they've they've determined, I guess, through their uh, generations that humans are their are their friends. Are, yeah, are not, I don't know if they're the friends. They're just not a threat <laughs> because they, when you come down there to fill the feeders, everything the big ones all, especially Flower, the doves, yeah. yeah, blue jays, they all. T- take off but all the little ones come rushing in chickadees and all that oh, stuff yeah. get it they're going to get their share even the cardinals get pretty tame Goat so i don't know sure. why those doves rush away when i come out yeah. there. i don't know why i don't understand one day yeah, they're they, gonna... they maybe remember when uh. you could shoot <laughs> yeah one day those doves are going to figure out how to use a shotgun <laughs> and you're in trouble <laughs> just i'll stand out at the feeder Welcome, Doctor Parsons. <laughs> Remember my brother. All right. Anyway, but, but, but Melna was it was showy enough that it would be 
real interesting for somebody to get feeder or like if you got the grandkids coming to visit or yeah that. oh they're they delight to watch uh-huh. um and they're not the thistle seed's not real messy it's tiny little seed and yeah. they seem to consume most of it so, so okay now finch wise because i was trying to show laura what the finch looked like and because I, I couldn't i didn't remember it was a lesser uh and so there was so which finches do we get in town, lesser, we get American. And then you get the house finches. They're the ones with the the reddish. Okay. Yeah, they're they're a little smaller than English sparrows, but they're they're into the thistle seed. Or or the other thing that they love is that uh, what's that white seed, Jerry? Um, oh gosh, is there sunflower, safflower seeds? Safflower. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, they really like the safflower seed. Uh, yeah, they the finches like those tube feeders. I guess it's because they're they're handier and they kind upside down if they need to, where the bigger birds have trouble with the trying to get that get mm-hmm. that seed. So that's always you you know you could put safflower seed in a tube feeder and you put that thistle seed in that tube feeder with those small little slits so that it, that it takes the goldfinches to get it out of there or the House finches. The squirrels can't get that out. No, they don't seem to be able to. And squirrels don't like safflowers. Uh, yeah. That's one of Bill's big uh, promotions is if you want to feed the birds without without the so squirrels. The squirrels like the the um, thistle? No, they don't. No. They don't seem to in my yard because I don't know. It's it's They don't like to go on the patio there, but it's such tiny little seeds They'd, they'd much rather spend their time on the, on those big uh, sunflowers. On the sunflowers or those okay. big cakes that you that you feed, Millie. Yeah. So Laura wants the Gouldian. Hmm? Laura wants a Gouldian finch, or maybe it's a zebra finch. The real colorful. Oh. Do we get those? No. No. But we, <laughs> but, but we get mighty close. Oh we, my goodness! Yeah, that pretty. We get the we get the painted bunting. Oh, then they yeah. won't they won't come to a finch feeder, will they? Uh, what do you what do you? Sometimes you mostly see them though at the uh, regular the water, bird feeder at the water. At the water. Oh, okay. And then they 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 really like those uh, seed stalks, like the grass seed mm-hmm. stalks, and they're always hanging on them, and it's just. I don't know. We haven't got a call in a couple of years, but for a while there, we were getting calls from people, and they'd say things like, "I know you're not going to believe this, and I know I was not drinking, Calvin." <laughs> Calvin says that to everybody. Bird, by the this way, this bird looks like it, you know, with patchwork quilt with all these bright colors. Yeah, they're spectacular. Cool. I'll have to try to get those in. All right, 210 I'm ask you guys to do another favor. I was at a doctor's office talking to Karen, who listens to the show, and uh, she is trying to get back into gardening. She's gotten out for a while and is interested in either uh, being a part of, uh, well, of an organization. So I, I suggested too, but I thought for her, and for other folks that uh, might be listening, we talk a little bit about uh, Master Gardeners as well as GVST as opportunities for folks to uh, become more involved and learn more, but also have the social aspect of gardening. Do y'all want to talk about those? No. I yeah. didn't think so. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, 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 de- the difference, and there's, and there's many gardeners that are members of both organizations. Gardening Volunteers of South Texas 
does not have a formal training program, and you and they, you don't have a minimum minimum amount of volunteer service, uh, but they got lots of volunteer opportunities. Jerry's research team is uh, mostly garden volunteers plus some master gardens, uh, and so and so you can participate there. That event on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That that that's that's the way they do their training. Yeah, they just go. They've got a list of the projects, and then you just go there. If you see something that looks fun to you, looks interesting, or looks like you might learn something, uh, then you just sign up for it and participate. And so that that's a that's a pretty slick way without it being overly demanding. But if you want, you really want to get serious. Uh, master gardener training is one of some of the best local gardening training that you're going to have. Right. It, you know, it's got the general gardening things you need to know about plant growth and that. But it also is, brings in experts from right in the local area. Uh, so you every day, every day of training, you learn something new, how to be more successful. And there you've got to make a commitment in terms of uh, volunteer service. So you you got to you want to you got to have want to have fun you want to learn but you also want to be to be involved with uh important uh projects for the community the master gardeners are famous for their uh water conservation programs mm-hmm. there's a david said his his class has got a big waiting list but there's a new master gardener class uh well down there in uh Wilson Wilson County, Carnes County, and Anascosa County. That's start, hmm. starting in April. In fact, that they'll be recruiting at that event there in March. And one of one of the uh, one of the ways that people get involved in master gardeners, we've we've known a number of master gardeners that have done this. You enroll in the in the garden the master gardeners that have the vacancies and the timing is right. Take the training, and then you. Uh, can participate in any of the projects, or oh. you can transfer to Bayer County Master Gardeners if you want to from hmm. down there, or like Guadalupe Master Gardeners has been pretty. It's got people from uh, all over the region too. Right. Uh, on the uh, website for uh, so BearMG.org, uh, it says the next uh, Master ga- uh, Gardeners training starts on February 21st and goes through May 16th mm-hmm. from noon to four. So. Uh, if you're interested in that, but your yours yours may be a solution for those folks uh, that also want to do it in the evening, because uh, their classes are all in the afternoon for the yeah. Evening. That you got to look around for the evening classes. Oh, okay. Uh, but the, even though even the one in uh, Wilson, Ascos, and Carnes County is, uh, I think that's Tuesday mornings. Isn't it? Yeah. Huh. Jerry's teaching the vegetable class. I'm teaching butterflies and what it means to be a master gardener. Um, but that that is like 15 weeks. There is a charge down there in the south. That's another good reason to go down there because it's a. Uh, of course, you have to drive a little further. But yeah. it's $175 for the 15 week training. Whereas in Bear County, I think it's 225 or 250. Right. But it's well worth it. It's great training. You get lots of handouts. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. And uh, toll-free, it's 
888-867. Those are the numbers to call to be a part of the show. Uh, we'd love to talk gardening with you. Find out what happened with the freeze uh, and the cold weather we had this week and how it affected you. Uh, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Um, I'll have to bring you all some tomorrow. I meant to get some, but um, what? I'm, I'm liking celery more and more. That celery is like a good boxer. It's just... The, the it was down on the canvas after the cold uh-huh. weather, just lying there. But nope, it got back up again. It's looking nice and and uh, perky and crisp again. You know, not, it's not, not crisp. It was frozen. Oh, so it's gonna. But it, but it looks like it is. Uh, you, you gotta, <laughs> he doesn't know. You gotta eat it. He doesn't know if yours is frozen. Okay, I'll. I'll I th- is there still celery here? I don't know. Yeah, but you know what else is. Uh, I'm bringing it tomorrow. You'll see. The Brussels sprouts. <laughs> the, the Celia bus. celery. Brussels sprouts made it through without. Really? Well, good Lord, yeah. yes. <laughs> and uh, you can still, uh, we still got broccoli. You still plant broccoli. I always, I always uh, say that February 1st is kind of a cutoff. If you're going to get a spring crop, you got to get it in by February 1st. But it depends on the year, I guess. Some, some yeah. years it yeah. doesn't work. But that's also potato planting time, too. So there's yeah. lots of action out there. So yeah, my good. broccoli didn't even wink. Oh, yeah. It didn't even yeah. blink at the cold weather. It was very happy. It didn't, it didn't at all, huh? No, just, you know. Mine just, looks ragged. Does it? Oh, well, I'll look closer at mine. Has yours headed out? Well, or? I've harvested the big heads, and I've oh, got, okay. got the little heads okay. on it. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's take a quick break while we do give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. I uh, from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Verde Road, on 930 AM, the answer. Hey, look, it's clearing up. It is. Oh, it is. Look at that. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. What's your gardening goal for 2018? Well, you know what? Millburgers can help you with that goal this year and for years to come. Maybe you're looking for a water garden feature. Millburgers can help you with that. Maybe you just want to improve your yard and make it look nice. Maybe the lawn needs a little help. Millburgers can help you with that. Maybe you've always dreamed of growing fruit trees. Cons. Millburgers can help you with that. Millburgers carries plants that are specifically recommended for this area and have been tested in South Texas. Millburgers carries the products you need to keep those plants healthy and happy. And the experts at Millburgers, the staff, they know what they're talking about. So you can get the professional advice you need to make sure your gardening experience is A1. That's Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And by the way, head on over to MillburgerNursery.com. That's Millburger nursery.com you'll find out about all the events that are going on at millburgers that's millburgernursery.com and millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy road here's some great news if you miss the deadline to sign up for health insurance or more importantly if you signed up for a plan that you're just not happy with you still have a choice it's called metashare metashare is a christian healthcare sharing program that's been around for 25 years and they have hundreds of thousands of members all across the country and get this over the years, MediShare members have shared more than $1 billion of each other's medical bills. Best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is about 500 bucks a month. 
your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money. Think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have a lot to offer? Well, think again. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. Here's the number to find out more, and there's no pressure. They're super easy to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Run nature's way. Stop in and see us today. Vitamins and so much more. We're your friendly local family-owned store. This is Rhonda Bone with two locations to serve you, 624 Southwest Military and 8059 Callahan Road. We look forward to serving you. Rhonda's Nature's Way. Stop in and see us today. Vitamins and so much more. We're your friendly local family-owned store. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomLineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer San Antonio skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer San Antonio. That's all you have to do. And Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. 9.30 a.m. The answer. Welcome back to No Burgers Bed from South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And Trace is up here on the porch with us visiting. We're just talking about all the new things at Mill Burgers, so we'll get you filled in with all that a little bit. Uh, all the trees come in? Um, the bulk of the uh, fruit trees are now here. That's I exciting. All we're missing is uh, avocados and some citrus, but peaches, pears, plums, apples, all that's here. Great selection of pecans. Oh, good. Um, we got a walnut in. Huh. Yeah. One walnut. So you no, got to get there quick. Is that the, the plant of the week? <laughs> if no, you want that walnut, you call me. There's now. about 20 of them. <laughs> okay. And very good priced as well. Uh, the persimmons, all that's all that's here. Grapes, a uh, few berries. Uh, pretty my, good selection on berries. My article next Saturday is on fruit trees. Pretty cons- My list is pretty conservative, but I, but I do mention the fact that there's a selection and lots, lots of choices. Uh, for those trees and they're available, so that'll be good. You know, another thing we, in this article, Trace, you know, pe- people are kind of moaning and groaning about the uh, the landscapes and they're all brown and things are frozen and they want to cut it. But also, they, I mean, you still got like three, four months of blooms left on uh, cold, uh, cool weather plants like uh, like the one, the pansies and uh, primrose and things. If they want to get some more color back in that landscape, oh, sure. 
Snapdragons. I mean, there's yeah. there's a there's so a lot of stocks. Time for, yeah, for snaps and stocks. And I am super impressed with the Primrose. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, y'all were both talking about that. Yeah. Now, why are you impressed? They are still in color. All right. They went through all the cold. Calvin didn't even cover his, and they looked the same the day after yeah. as the day before. And they're like they're upright. You know, the blooms are up there, they're showing. Yeah. That didn't just the, that cold. At least that level of cold didn't phase them, and that was pretty serious. You know, my, oh yeah. I don't know oh. what this last time. What we have like twenty hours of below freezing. Oh, yeah. I thought it was more than that. Yeah. And then last time we had at least forty-eight, fifty hours. So talk a little bit about them. Do some bragging. All kinds of colors. I can see that. Yeah, from quite here. a few colors. Uh, for those of you who don't know what this one looks like, it looks kind of like a cheerful African violet. Uh, foliage, the, the leaf structure is similar. It's not fuzzy. Okay. Um, and the way the blooms come out is very, very similar as well. Deep uh, shade. They can, they can, oh, really? They prom- of course, they perform pretty well in uh, the kind of sun we've had the last few weeks. But they're yeah. ge- generally, we plant them in, uh, so they're not going to get much uh, sun. So would they make for a, um, a good Pat- patio plant? Uh, can you bring they- them inside? Well, okay. Well, you mentioned like African virus. Experiment that we can invite everybody to participate. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I Cyclamen, can, I know, can be done inside. Oh gosh, yeah. Fairly successfully. Yeah, they'll. They. It's only because you mentioned the African violets. I thought. I thought I was doing the comparison. That's pos- I mean, that's, uh, that's well, maybe if there's that. somebody that's tried that, Trace. I've never tried. Yeah, that. if you go in the primrose one. indoors, call us at two one zero, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. How long will they? Uh, so deep shade. They like. They don't like they the like, heat. They okay. generally last till the nights get hot. Okay. So oh. that is different every year. Could be next month. It could be the might end of make May. It, might, yeah, May. May is always a tar- end of May is always a target. How far think, apart should you plant them color. if you get a bunch of them? I I would be at about uh, ten to twelve inches apart. Okay. Well, what do you? How far do you plant them? I, pl- I do the same because. Uh, they're like they're specimens. I think they're they're, show, they're showy. Uh, the foliage is so showy and the shape is showy. So you you have a, just a little bit of space in in between them. And Trace describes them like looking like uh, African violets. I kind of describe them as uh, pansies with uh, just a much more intense bloom, uh, crinkly foliage, and then that that bloom is just, uh, oh like uh, the clown makeup show paint show paint the, mm. at the surface and just the intense colors are the red uh, the red yellows white pinks yeah uh, cheerful purple colors. purple yeah really uh, really an intense well, purple if you so agree the bottom with... line is what's the price difference are they cheaper than cyclamen yeah dollar initially they're the same right this second the primrose are a dollar cheaper. All right. The cyclamen. cyclamen is on special for four eighty eight, and primrose is on special for three eighty eight. There you go. Wow. There you go. So if you agree with Calvin that they look like pansies, with uh, <laughs> then call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And if you agree with Trace, you can vote by calling two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That they look like happy African violets. You could get <laughs> happy for the shade. Like you that. do the the primrose, and for the sun. Uh, pansies, of course, you got a lot of other choices too, out there, including the stocks and the snapdragons and uh, violets. A listen, a lot of the listen look great. 
And so, okay, we mentioned the fruit trees. What else is... Uh... Well, those, those people who like to see change, we've got changes around here. Yep. So the greenhouse is done. We're, we're just, just working to make it uh, perfectly aesthetically pleasing in there. Uh, but we've torn down the gazebo. Yeah. So if, you, if you've been in before, where we normally have our register three and four is MIA. And it will return, hopefully this next week, they'll be building uh, our new one uh, and off to the side. Yeah, and it'll actually benefit you as the shopper. It will. Um, um, we'll make the, uh, the experience a little better. We should, have, more efficient. Uh, should have more cashiers, we, yep. uh, easier access in and out. Uh, all the aisles should get bigger. Is it true, and I've heard that you're going to make the... Our studio much more spectacular to show us up more. I or is pa- that the new team that's coming? I could paint it if you'd like. No. Or heat it? Could we get? <laughs> well, you have a heater. No, they took our heater. Uh, <laughs> the girls took our heater. They did. Oh, they, you want it back? They threatened no. me. No, we don't want it back. We got one. We're okay. Today. Okay. I brought well, one. You let them take our heat. They threatened me. Uh, <laughs> with those, violence. Some of those girls are honoring. <laughs> no, they did not. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Calvin wants to know also if you have any celery or a celery, a celery season over. I thought that, I think that's celery out there. I'll, oh, go, I'll go take a look, okay. but I'm pretty sure I uh, have some tango. Yeah. And you still have the amaryllis bulbs? We do, and they are half price. All right. Yeah, you had a good And selection. I saw some in boxes in there. Yeah, next those to are, the cash register. Yes, those are ready to plant. Ready to plant. Oh, okay. I mean, they come they, with a pot. They come with oh, the how soil. cool. That'd be uh, toward Valentine's. That'd be kind of giving them for yeah, Valentine's. It'd be a great Valentine gift. And they, they'll, they'll, like I said, <laughs> if you're dealing with uh, homebound people or, or people that you're going to sit there and watch them grow every day that stalk is almost as you could put a fascinating as a, as a flower it is you could, you could put a a, a a a ruler next to it oh and yeah really be amazed it, it almost grows daily it yep. gives me the willies it's almost like an alien being uh. it grows so fast and so you know if you're if you're a young person and you you don't quite understand plant growth. They uh, uh, the question I always hear is, how can they grow? There's no there's no soil. There's not that. You know. Yeah. And you don't, uh, you don't that, have to be young a, to have that question. Yeah. <laughs> even, and that's, that's even that's older a, people. Huh? That's another. You don't have to fertilize them, or I guess I guess they grow in standing water, right? The uh, amaryllis, uh, yeah. well, they, they, they grow without in, dirt. Put them in that gravel. and You could do gravel. You could do dirt. Um, one, t- Yeah. If you want them to grow for years and years, of course. Oh, yeah. You need yeah, soil. Or, uh, but that first year, they got all that starch and stuff. Sto- it's like a store. camp. They've yeah. stored everything it's going to need to perform the first year. And they use, they have, they only buy, uh, the, the bulbs are huge. They are nice size. So no, number one bulbs. Uh, here, and let's see, are they still on half price? They or? are. They sure are. So that's a good Valentine. Still some unique colors. That's a I good think val- I saw some green ones still over there. Huh? Yeah. This is the first time I've ever seen a green blooming variety. And onions. Speaking green. of bulbs, it's like green have, roses. We do have onions. I never quite figured uh, that out. You know. Yeah. I guess it's different. All seven varieties. There's a few that are limited, and we do have more onions coming in this next week. Oh, so, good. Okay. Uh, there should be a. Even a better selection by next weekend. 
What a better think? selection than, than, than yeah. seven different varieties? Uh. It gives me a headache when I have to pick anyway. Well, right now there's a few varieties there are only five or six of, oh. and so we will replenish replenish those numbers. There you go. I always, I always have to say I'm, I only want two clumps, or you know, because yeah. I always end up, well, maybe I should have one of each. Uh. Then... <laughs> then I'd have to start. Well, when you get uh, when you get over and start separating that out, and you got 60. you realize you got sixty, seventy uh, plants plants in there. Yeah. Then that that's when you uh, get serious about a quick planting. You know, and you, you appreciate the fact that all you have to do is make a little a little ditch. And oh there. yeah, they're easy to plant. So as long as you put the roots down, right, Milton? Oh, uh, roots down. Green, green side up. For yeah, they made fun of me when we used to do the chilled, uh, the pre-chilled tulips, and they had me plant a little uh, whiskey barrel, and some of them were not planted. The tulips were very forgiving, though. Uh. They they rose to the occasion and grew, and uh, whether I had planted them the right side up or not. What took? Oh, they thought that was just hilarious. Hilarious, they thought. Uh. Well, and the best <laughs> best part was it took them three weekends to finish the planting. Yeah, uh. that was not easy. Did uh, to change the subject that plant that uh, awari uh, satsuma was never covered, was it? Nope. Okay. Oh wow! So that that. We we made a lot of progress in, uh, in cold tolerance on uh, on satsumas, and so uh, and so, so you're gonna get some more in. You said, but I think I got them in. Yeah. Oh oh. But, but we are getting more citrus in. Just to re- That's re- what, oh, re- remind citrus. everybody that it's uh, when you have cold weather like we've had. Really, the lo- the local situation really makes a difference. Oh but, yeah. Because I. I thought my grapefruits were invincible, and they they looks like they're going to completely defoliate. Uh, so every every that's why Jerry and I recommend to you wait. Don't move too fast on those citrus. Wait to know which stems are alive, and then then make your decisions on the cutting, because it sets you back even further if you cut more than you don't need to cut that. So, what another mile? Well, you could wait till March easily. Because that's when it'll start really start growing up a storm. Right. Do like I did last year and make the decision that my uh, limes were done for and bought new <laughs> limes and of course they sprouted. They sprouted. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what we hope for. Yeah. There comes the citrus. Oh my goodness! It sounds like a song, you know. Here comes the citrus. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Uh, rodeo's coming up. It is. Uh, it looks like we have at least seven days of decent weather, so all those things that we protected are uh, now becoming visible again. And you got dormant oil? I do have dormant oil. Uh, so everybody, uh, you, you know, we're, we're especially sensitive to the dormant oil this year because we're nervous about the... Uh, Rose Rosette, and so uh, Jerry's done quite a bit of research on it, and it looks like one of the ways to slow down any kind of uh, spread of that disease, if, if in fact it's a threat, uh, is to k- kill those mites and dormant oils that can help do that. That's why to do that, yeah. And, well, and I was, you know, this year y'all ought to do something like to celebrate the rodeo tomato, maybe have some some music and fun and 
We are. You are. We are going to have a, uh, a rodeo event. Yeah, so uh, we're celebrating the Rodeo Tomato with the proceeds benefiting. I'm trying to remember. Was it? Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, yeah, with food, with food here and the, well, the, the food the, sales and the food, food bank. Selling will benefit uh, somebody. I'm not sure if we've set our mind. And, any, and anybody that comes to the nursery, the benefits from the chili. Oh, and it's very reason, very good chili. That's Did you have some last? Uh, it's the same. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be from the same people. Mil- Milton, let me smell his as he just he went. Pshh, pushed it across. Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe it was maybe it was just his third. His third and, and, and anyone who hears that won't believe it if they've listened to the show at all. Uh. And they, they hear me talking and they hear. Uh-huh. That's Calvin, by the way, munching. We will have Nature's Creation out here. Yeah. The chili uh, Texas Weather Band, I believe, uh-huh. this year. And that's their name again. Oh, good. Okay. So they switched names? Oh, Okay. So uh, it's uh, February 17th. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, mark your calendars, as they say, uh, so you can be out here and help us enjoy the fun. Um, let's see. The Rodeo Tomato will be here. Chili, Fritos, and Water Balloon Artists. Face painting and the Texas Weather Band from 11 to 3. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the Chili will be here till gone. So uh, you might want to get here before we do. But uh, you're, they, they were okay last year. But anyway, yeah, it's a whole lot of fun. Millburgers has lots of fun activities going on, and you can learn all about them by going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. What else, Trace? Anything else? I can't think of anything. I'm sure when I walk away, I'll remember. That's when it happens. (laughs) I was looking at this walnut. This is a native black walnut. This is not the Carpathian or or Persian walnut. They're nice-looking trees. They're actually in uh, containers like the pecans. Are they really? They are. All right. Good-looking little tree. So we're going to get back to plant of the weekend how next big are they? How big are the containers? I, probably. Good. Okay. okay. Trace, how big is the They're container? the tall, skinny five-gallon, like the pecan trees come in. Oh, okay. Like the old days, pecans. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And outside of San Antonio, you call us toll-free. Maybe Alan's out there listening as he's driving his truck around. Uh, Alan, you can give us a call at 866-308-8867. we got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Lansing. A whole Nursery. hour. Yep. 1604 on Boulevardy Road, so there's plenty of time to call. There's plenty of time to come on out and be a part of the shows. People walk around in shorts and short sleeve shirts. Uh, so we'll be back in a moment. You're listening to the show right here on 930 AM. This is The Answer. back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and your calls uh, 210-308-8867 210-308-8867. And toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. And uh, just about a week from tomorrow, we'll be interviewing uh, Greg Grant. We've been talking about his book, The Rose Rustlers, or just Rose Rustlers. Uh, it's a it's an easy and fun read. Oh, uh, yeah, so it's a good book. I've, I've, I've read, scanned most of 
it. So and the if you neat, want, neat thing about it is, yes. is that uh, he he talks about uh, the the rose uh, the 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 rose uh, discovery thing we did in San Antonio years ago. Yeah, and he also mentions and has a picture of the lady that had the Canary Island rose. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, and since since we're doing the 300th anniversary of hmm. San Antonio, uh, that was that was, I was glad to see that picture in there. Yeah, uh, good writing, nice pictures, fun stories. Yeah, and I just started, so uh, uh, pick it up, and then you, we'll talk to Greg about it next week. Um, what was I going to ask you along those lines? Oh, you don't? Okay. Well, we won't talk about that. The climb, the, the climber. Yeah. You said that uh, Greg doesn't think you'll like it. No, well, I I don't like once bloomers. Okay. And I don't like climbers because uh, they're hard to put in the most uh, home. Most oh, okay. Guard, home gardeners don't have. Is that what's on the, the, the cover of his book? Yeah. Oh man, yeah. people are going to see that and want one. That's uh, <laughs> pretty. And. Uh, yeah, that's 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 the one on the front of the book. Uh, that's a climbing Belinda's dream that Greg found. So, uh, but anyway, that's going to be a good interview. Yeah, it'll be fun. As I was scanning through the book, I was thinking uh, we could we could spend an hour on it discussing what's in that book. Yeah, and but, Greg certainly has a love for. Uh, yeah. For old roses. For old roses and new roses. Yeah. They're they uh, they uh, uh, doing a they were doing an interview uh, on uh, but the, the interesting thing about it I won't get too much into the roses but the interesting thing about it is uh, they Greg listed listed all the favorites. You know, I always like to get people to list their, yeah. their favorite rose, which they don't want to do. But uh, Greg got uh, all the all the uh, ro- old ro- rose rustlers got their favorite roses listed in there. And uh, the number one on Bill Welch's well, number one on about five of the rose rustlers list is uh, our. Uh, Belinda's drink. Yeah. Oh so, wow! Uh, number one, listed the number one favorite rose. Well, and Calvin, Bill Welch is. Uh, I don't know. Have you had had to look through the book? Yes, I, I was paging through, and I did. I saw it. But Bill, Bill Welch is uh, third favorite rose with Belinda's drink being first. Uh, is is the one that you like, yeah. Katie Rowe? Carefree Beauty, Pink, yeah, Katie. Yeah, he Katie. listed it as Katie Rowe. Katie Rowe, yeah. He's he's still in denial. Well, everybody, <laughs> usually, <laughs> usually you got it, either the Katie Rowe and then Carefree Beauty in parentheses or Carefree Beauty Pink and then Katie Rowe. Yeah, yeah. People have gotten, I think part of it was the controversy that they but uh, read, read, the, read the comment Bill Welch wrote, and Bill Welch has written several uh, numerous. He's a he's a, a prolific writer, and uh, he said that uh, Katie Road is the, the the best rose as far as blooming and everything that he's ever had. 
Huh. Wow. Maybe we should interview Bill. Which goes for Calvin's sake. Goes it goes into the into, into the deal where the Belinda Dream Rose is not well. I'm I'm, a, I'm getting off on this rose thing. It's, it's okay. not it's not an antique rose. Oh, tough modern rose. It's really. a tough modern. Oh, okay. Rose. And it's carefree beauty is a tough modern rose. So in the top three or four. Of, of oh. our favorite antique roses, we have ooh our non-antique roses. Are you going to bring that up? Oh, even, yeah, even antique, <laughs> antique rose emporium, <laughs> antique rose emporium. Of course, sells all the tough modern oh, roses. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, Now I got to listen to Greg after you ask that question. That's, yeah, that's going to be painful. How do you know about rose? You have rose. I'm just reading the book, Greg. <laughs> I'm just looking at the book. This will be interesting. I look at look at all the <laughs> I go through reading. Oh my I, goodness, I, I you you dog eared a lot. Tab the yeah question that I was going to ask. Oh, this will be fun. <laughs> I'll, if I know Jerry, he's looking for things to correct him on. Yeah. No, I didn't yeah, see his spelling errors or he he had a he had a picture in there. <laughs> Why am I talking about this? He had a picture in there of uh, of their rose search. In San Antonio, a TV camera. I had the TV people come in. Yeah. And I think that's Trish DeBerry. You know, Trish used to be a, a reporter and oh, okay. Po- political now, I think. Yeah. Trish DeBerry, I think that's her in there, too. So Very cool. Yeah, it's a fun book. Well, we, now I'm really looking forward to this. I'm, oh, just gonna, yeah. I'm just going to let you and Greg go. Uh, <laughs> now the subject, Calvin and I can Play just... Play with your wire a little bit, Milton. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, I put the phone down on it. Maybe that didn't help. That didn't All right, help. 210-308-8867. He's a sensitive thing. 210-308-8867. No? Yes, no, maybe so? 866-308. All right, 308-8867. <laughs> and the topics of the month on plantanswers.com, we've got pruning of citrus and pruning after coal damage. So uh, if, if you need reinforcement of the, 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 let me summarize the whole article. Don't. Oh. Don't do it till, till February, March, till the reach proud. So that summarizes uh, uh, several pages of information. Part of it is, is the plants are slow to uh, express the damage that they have. The other other part of it is we've still got six, seven weeks of uh, potential cold weather yeah. left. And you don't want to stimulate any growth or you don't want to open them up to any more damage. So you just, it's best just to go and be ready again. gets harder and harder to, to cover them. <laughs> Twice. The bigger they get, the harder they yeah. are to cover. And twice, if you have to do it three times in a season, it's we haven't had to do that in a long yeah. time. In this uh, write-up there on uh, pruning of citrus and pruning after cold damage, I've got some pictures of uh, of mounding, of the, of the way the old-timers used to do, where they would just mound the, uh, above the... The, the base of the tree uh, and out where up above the graph union because mm-hmm. uh, regardless of how cold it gets if you can if you the, your tree will come back eventually 
if you say that wood or don't let it freeze that wood above the graphene. But I'm going to be interested in knowing how uh, how the uh, orange frost and and uh, Arctic frost and those types uh, took the cold. Now that, this citrus we're looking at out here in front of us in a in a whiskey barrel size container is an awari. It's not even uh, orange frost or Arctic frost. And so the the orange frost and Arctic frost is supposed to be about uh, four or five degrees uh, more cold hardy. I hate to repeat it, but I've heard a few of the staff say that the reason there was no damage on that is that the heat source from our radio show. Oh, Lord. <laughs> is that right? That's nice. See? That's sad. So you can invite us over to your house, and uh, we'll help you with your citrus. <laughs> but uh, uh, we were talking about uh, the fruit trees and uh, and the uh, tree, the uh, uh, ornamental or, or landscape trees uh, being available, and they've got a good supply of them. I, I had to laugh when I when I read uh, Neil Sperry's uh, questions and answers today, he went into a very uh, extensive uh, write-up on how to how to uh, uh, move or dig and, and relocate a live oak tree with a four-inch trunk. Gracious. And uh, I hope when people get through reading that, he did not put in there about uh, the hospital stay and the cost of the hospital stay, but he t- he talked about uh, uh, the he said cut lateral roots carefully with a handsaw so that the soil bore will remain intact. Use a larger shovel to dig a ramp out of the hole by which you can roll or gently pull the soil ball. Once you have it completely formed and wrapped tightly in burlap. Yeah, soil ball. Now, nobody in their right mind is going to do that. It's, a, it's hard to get a soil ball in when you got rocky limestone <laughs> soil. Yeah, it depends on where they're digging that thing. But uh, he goes into the whole, uh, if you read that, and somebody's going to give you a tree, you know, people say, they're going to give me the tree. That's not a cheap, that is not going to be a successful venture. And you th- you think you're saving money by getting a free tree, but by the time you dig that thing and uh, spend some time in the hospital rehabilitating your back and shoulders, uh, it, you're better off to buy a containerized tree, uh, one that's been growing in a container the whole time. And if, if I say get the smallest containerized tree you can use, but the, of course at Millburgers uh, they've got some some big containerized well, trees that are dormant now. Now's the time to plant a, though. Four inch would be in a probably have to be in at least thirty gallon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he. That's a big trunk. <laughs> <laughs> and he's talking about moving it with a. Front end loader and all this stuff. Just read that when somebody wants to give you a free tree, a free tree. Yeah. And uh, and just think, 
you're trying to sa- trying to save a few hundred dollars, but I, I'm telling you, uh, and you're taking a big chance on that thing reestablishing, surviving, surviving exactly. So uh, I, I was I had to had to laugh at that, thinking how many people homeowners would do that, uh, especially like Calvin said, especially in our rocky soils and where people. If you want, if you want to uh, prove that you're a hardy type of individual, uh, and we we talked about this several times, before you buy uh, or before you take a free tree, go out and dig the hole. <laughs> what, what do we do that on trees? No, it was if you didn't know what size container to get. Oh, okay. Yeah, you go out and dig the hole, dig and at the, the point hole. that you get tired. That's how big a container you get. <laughs> I think the idea was you'll probably get a much smaller container oh, than you yeah. would have uh, normally. Well, and you don't you don't gain anything, you know. We, yeah, with this, a big tree. If you, if you went through that elaborate process that Neil is summarizing, <laughs> and then you've only got a, a fifty or a forty sixty chance the thing's going to survive. Wow. Or and, and plus, if it's surviving, that doesn't mean that it's prospering. You get yeah. a container-grown tree. You get it plant. It's planted well, it's a size that the soil can handle. Uh, that thing is going to, you know, it's going to have a growth rate, a steady growth rate. But uh, that that tree that Neil's talking about is going to sit there and uh, tr- just try to survive for three or four years before it starts mm. a growth rate. If it li- if it does survive. Yeah, Neil also brought up the fact that uh, the idea that somebody wrote in and said this is the first year they've grown Texas star hibiscus or any type of uh, perennial hibiscus. Uh, it looks like the plant had died completely. In other words, they they do. And uh, my my one of my mentors, uh, Dr. Sam McFadden, who actually bred. Uh, uh, Flare hibiscus and uh, and Red River hibiscus. They told me that the the, the uh, perennial hibiscus does not die. It, it will die because of cold. But you can put a perennial hibiscus in the greenhouse, and it dies of uh, a day length. In other words, the day oh, length wow. to go dormant. Huh? So you can't you cannot overwinter. Uh, uh, Something like a Texas Star biscuits or a Flare biscuits or a Red River or any of those types of or more grindy, for instance. Uh, you cannot overwinter those things and keep them alive and growing. Now, you can do cuttings uh, if you if you give them uh, external light. If you give them some uh, supplemental light material. And we've done that with uh, more grindy hibiscus when we were trying to get uh, get the numbers up to have a promotion. Uh, but the young young ones will kind of oversight that, but the old established ones will not. Uh, the hardy hibiscus will go dormant because of day length as well as uh, cold temperatures. All right, let's take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210 210- 308-8867 
Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. We'll be right back in just a moment with uh, your questions at 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. What's your gardening goal for 2018? Well, you know what? Millburgers can help you with that goal this year and for years to come. Maybe you're looking for a water garden feature. Millburgers can help you with that. Maybe you just want to improve your yard and make it look nice. Maybe the lawn needs a little help. Millburgers can help you with that. Maybe you've always dreamed of growing fruit trees. Cons. Millburgers can help you with that. Millburgers carries plants that are specifically recommended for this area and have been tested in South Texas. Millburgers carries the products you need to keep those plants healthy and happy. And the experts at Millburgers, the staff, they know what they're talking about. So you can get the professional advice you need to make sure your gardening experience is A1. That's Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And by the way, head on over to millburgernursery.com. That's Millburger nursery.com you'll find out about all the events that are going on at mill burgers that's millburgernursery.com and mill burgers at 1604 on Boulevardie road this is dennis prager and i know when you find a good dentist you never want to lose him that's why i travel to san antonio to visit my dentist dr stan shelton learn more about stan at drshelton.com that's drshelton.com <laughs> snoring it's not funny And it's definitely not normal. It's actually a sign that you're not breathing properly while you sleep. And you're probably ruining your partner's sleep as well. If you have a blocked or narrow nose, then you're more likely to open your mouth to breathe, resulting in the loud, noisy sounds of snoring. But now, thanks to an Australian innovation called Mute, the answer to your snoring problem may be right under your nose. Mute is an easy-to-use and comfortable nasal dilator that sits inside the nose and supports your airway, keeping it open while you sleep. It helps you breathe more easily through your nose, so you can keep your mouth closed. In trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute, allowing them both to enjoy a better night's sleep. Mute is available now at Walgreens, GNC or your local drugstore. Find your nearest store at MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. President Trump is doing something that should have been done long ago. For countries and entities receiving U.S. taxpayer dollars, the president is demanding they conform to American policy goals and stop biting the hand that feeds them. Two recent examples. The president has threatened to cut payments to the government of Pakistan if it continues to harbor terrorists from Afghanistan. The president has also cut aid to a U.N. relief agency that serves the so-called Palestinian refugees in Gaza. The leadership of both the U.N. and the Palestinians continue to speak of eliminating Israel and killing every Jew it can. The president says that kind of talk and behavior is not worth subsidizing with American tax dollars. He's right. The Palestinians are a political creation with a made-up narrative for the express purpose of delegitimizing Israel. They've got their own fake history, and their claims to land they allege was stolen from them by Israelis is false. They've had numerous offers and opportunities for land and peace, but have refused them all because they want all the land. So good for President Trump for seeing this. 
I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Take 9.30 a.m. The Answer with you everywhere you go with the 9.30 a.m. The Answer app. Simply go to the App Store on your mobile device, type in 9.30 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Download the app and you'll always be in touch. Breaking news, stimulating talk. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. In Calvin's article, he talks about in the vegetable garden what to do at this time of the year is pull your frozen tomatoes, peppers, and eggplants, plant broccoli, cabbage, and other greens as transplants for the spring or for, for the spring harvest. As I want to tell everybody, or warn everybody, or encourage everybody, as you're pulling your frozen tomatoes, peppers, and eggplants out. Uh, look for nematodes. Uh, nematodes are little soil worms that, uh, if you if you plant a tomato and your okra, and definitely if you plant pulling your okra out, which you probably should have already done, look for the look for the knots on the roots, or look for a root system that is uh, completely browned Mush. out. In other words, it's mushy, and it should be a solid white. Or you know, coming out of soil white. Uh, but uh, if you see that you have nematodes in your garden, uh, I was putting together uh, the uh, tomato list for this spring, and uh, it, it dawned on me that uh, that we only have about three or four nematode-resistant tomato varieties. But you got to know that you got them before that you can stick to those uh, uh, tomato varieties. The rodeo tomato for this year is not nematode resistant. So you have to go back a few years to use uh, one called Valley Cat, uh, nematode resistant, and uh, 968 is a cherry tomato, it's a, non, it's a nematode resistant. Of course, Tycoon, which will be here for a little while. This spring, is nematode resistant. His celebrity and celebrity, celebrity. Those are the what I name four. Yeah, Valley Cat, Cherry Surprise, or nine sixty eight. Yeah, uh, celebrity and tycoon. Yeah, but we're losing tycoon, as you know. Sometime so, in the future. In the very near future. But uh, but uh, now is the time to determine. I don't, I don't want to start any kind of riot here. <laughs> well, you and I are still here, Mel. Yeah, yeah, well, it, yeah, well, if we see a crowd kind of coming this way. We're just gonna. We'll we'll, we'll be bathroom. telling you when the tycoon are here and when they're not. Uh, but they're they're seeding them right now, so we're looking at six to eight weeks from now before the tycoon and. And the rodeo tomato will be available. 
Well, that rodeo tomato will be available before then, won't it? Because it's the 1st of February, which is a couple of weeks away. Hey, we got James on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Oh, pretty good. I wish the sun had come out, though. Me too. <laughs> I'm not upset or nothing. What's going uh, on? How I can had, we help you? I had a question for the gardening expert. Uh, when, when are you all going to take your pig cuttings? When are we going to do what? Take your pig cuttings. Oh, you know, uh, pig? fig cuttings? Fig, fig cuttings, yeah. Uh, we were talking about that, uh, doing that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, usually, usually we like to take the dormant cuttings that we're going to just stick in the soil like that or stick in potting mix. Uh before the before the middle of February. Okay, I believe without scratching on some of those fig trees, I'm going to cut a whole greenhouse full of cuttings. And they're green under the bark, so that means they're not dead, right? They're right. So, well, yeah, right. <laughs> that, right? Uh, that, that goes back to that citrus waiting for the citrus, but... Uh, I, I would go ahead and take the new wood. I don't. I don't think the figs have been damaged. Yeah, I scratched around on them with my knife, and uh, they're green under the bark. So. Yeah, but take take, la- take take last year's wood. Yeah. You know, you you see the, the difference in the color of from last year's wood to uh, the older wood, and you'll have yeah. a lot better luck rooting it. Okay, but if they're green under the bark, then they're still alive. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, I had another Alrighty. question. I yes, had sir. another question for you, if you got time. Yeah, you're kind of low. Did you move away from your phone a little bit? Or? Yeah, I got it. one more question okay, for better. you. If that's better. Uh, that that phoenix. What what do you have to say about that phoenix tomato as far as the heat set? And a fall tomato. Oh, Phoenix! Yeah, Phoenix. That, that, that's one of our that's one of our rodeo tomatoes, and that uh, that's going to be one of the ones on the list. But it's not nematode resistant. That's all right. I'm I'm growing them in bags. Good luck and, this fall with it. Surprisingly, you know, I generally didn't have great luck for this fall crop. Not like the year before. But Phoenix was kind of a highlight. I uh, noticed uh, notices yeah. was pretty good performance. Phoenix was a uh, 2010 rodeo mm. tomato. Well, I'm growing those nematode not resistant tomatoes in bags, so I don't worry about that. But I just wanted to know if you're having any good luck in the fall with the, the Phoenix and, and Calvin. Oh you. yeah! Oh yeah! And I guess I guess it was named after Phoenix, Arizona, uh, which they they can get a little lot out there sometimes. Um, yeah, it's okay. What about that? Um, what is it, early girl or new girl for fall tomato? Have any Have you tried that one yet? Uh, we tried uh, early girl. 
to compare it to uh, some of the uh, newer recommended varieties, and uh, it 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 did it did all right. That was that was Mr. Fanick's uh, favorite tomato. Uh, and he said he he used to say early girl was as good as spring giant, but uh, Ooh, early, early girl was a sparse producer for us, and uh, that's why we we never have really recommended it. And it's not nematode resistant. Yeah, they, well they've got a new one out. It's called New Girl. It's supposed to be better flavor. I don't know if you've heard of that one yet. Okay, well good. We'll have to give that a try. Thanks, James. Okay, thanks. Stay warm. You take James. care. You take care. Maybe that sun will come out. 210-308-8867. We need that song. The sun will come out tomorrow. 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 The sun will come out. Yeah, it better come out tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> they, they're predicting higher temperatures tomorrow than they did today. Yeah. We're only up to 57. But they say it's going to rain tomorrow. They do? Yeah. Well, they one for. Cast. Oh, I see that. The yeah, pa- it does. The paper took it out of their forecast for tomorrow. Morning mist, then a shower, high tomorrow, 73 degrees, according to AccuWeather. 73. Okay, we'll take that. Mm-hmm. That should be warm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't have to wear our gloves there. Yeah, shouldn't. <laughs> it's going to be 70 degrees today. Uh-huh. Uh, all these folks with shorts. They yeah. And T-shirts. They didn't let la- uh, st- a few staff members had uh, Oh, did they, they? I didn't notice that. That's yeah, funny. they They've kind of gravitated uh, towards the buildings, I think. Let's see. Spotty drizzle in the morning, followed by a shallow shower in the area early in the afternoon. Look at the stocks, Milton. Oh, those are pretty. pretty, uh, Yeah. See if we can imagine imagine their their fragrance all this way. No, can't can't smell it, even with our imagination. (laughs) What else you got there? We talked about onion transplants a while ago, and uh, Calvin mentioned that in his in his column uh, this week, today. Uh, the famous 1015. Let's see, what's the le- legend is is supposed to be the improved 1015? Yeah, it's supposed to get larger, be ready faster, and store be- store longer. Yeah, but and, they're all. And I think it's more nutrition. It's supposed to be uh, higher in nutrition. Uh-huh. All about. kind of subtle differences. Uh, yeah, I think that the the one that was most documented was the nutrition thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Calvin t- gives a write up on how to how to handle them until they bulb in uh, on June first. Like a, a the, this this weather we're having is classic weather for causing bolting. So it's going to be interesting. We'll have have to have our listeners flowering in June, and so. Uh, but that's going to differ from variety to variety. Mine so really they, haven't done much. No, growing. There. They they just kind of sit there staring at us. Yeah. But uh, that's going to be interesting to watch this year because of this cold cold weather, extremely cold weather, and then warm weather. Cold weather, warm weather. Yeah, you're, you're counting on warm weather. Yeah, it? yeah. But uh, that that's classic because that fools the onion into thinking it's gone through several uh, life cycles there. And then Calvin talked about uh, potatoes. I don't think many people plant potatoes as they used to. That's, yeah. that's a good plant for, for children. 
for uh, kids. It is, to, yeah, it's uh, fast and it's uh, it's kind of amazing. <laughs> well, I, I remember digging them up when you got kids with you know. Sort of, oh yeah, yeah fascinating like, like treasure. Yeah, yeah. digging up treasure. And they're good, too. Those new, new potatoes, potatoes are yeah. good. But the neat thing about potatoes is at this time of the year here around San Antonio, uh, you can, uh, well, of course, you plant for the spring now. I was talking about plant for the fall. But uh, if you're growing potatoes at this time of the year, you can store them in the ground because yeah. the soil temperatures are about about right for storage. of. Uh, you can, it's one of those plants that I say you use them as you need them. Once they start blooming, you can start harvesting new potatoes, and then you've got oh, I that another two months, I think, if if it doesn't get too soggy, yeah. right until the plants completely die die back when you can harvest them yeah. too, so that you don't have to just get them when you need them. Now the yield is not going to match. No, from, if you're from Maine, it's not going to match. Uh, no, what no. you get there, well, but that's, it's, that's one thing. They're good it. though, and they're harder. They don't store for some reason. Oh yeah, yeah, the tender. But uh, Milton Calvin uh, pulled out the sympathy card for us on this uh, what on this bird thing. Uh, he talks about uh, uh, wait, wait, wait until. Uh, late February for the benefit of the birds and other wildlife. The cover provided increases their successes of surviving in the winter. So you could actually be killing birds if you oh cut my your gosh. plants back at this time of the year. Now, at least Milton has his, uh, <laughs> his uh, seed block uh, Yeah, I got the out. seed block. <laughs> I think I'm going to move to Suet. <laughs> well, I figure less squirrels yeah, the squirrel just ate everything. Yeah, they can get pretty. Yeah. Serious. I'm thinking. Of, yeah. I just keep keep thinking my uh, Tilly, my Westies, should be maybe doing a better job of uh, <laughs> keeping the squirrels moving. Yeah, how's that working for you? It is. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866 8867. Let's take a quick break. And while we do, you give us a call and be a part of the show. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bullvardy Road. What's your gardening goal for 2018? Well, you know what? Millburgers can help you with that goal this year and for years to come. Maybe you're looking for a water garden feature. Millburgers can help you with that. Maybe you just want to improve your yard and make it look nice. Maybe the lawn needs a little help. Millburgers can help you with that. Maybe you've always dreamed of growing fruit trees. Cons. Millburgers can help you with that. Millburgers carries plants that are specifically recommended for this area and have been tested in South Texas. Millburgers carries the products you need to keep those plants healthy and happy. And the experts at Millburgers, the staff, they know what they're talking about, so you can get the professional advice you need to make sure your gardening experience is A1. That's Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Verde Road. And by the way, head on over to millburgernursery.com. That's Millburgers 
MillburgerNursery.com. You'll find out about all the events that are going on at Millburgers. That's MillburgerNursery.com. And Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. San Antonio is Military City, USA. And 9.30 a.m. The Answer is proud to be a part of the tradition with Military City USA Radio Saturday mornings at 0800 hours. You'll hear from members of our active military, military civilians, and our veterans who have contributed to the brave history of our military. Military City USA Radio, Saturdays at 0800 hours on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Investment advisory and insurance services are offered through Pax Financial Group. This is Larry Elder, and I'd like you to imagine transitioning into retirement knowing that you will not outlive your money, knowing that you'll have time to spend with your grandchildren, and knowing you'll end up leaving this world better than you found it. The team at Pax Financial Group knows retirement is more than just your investments. It is your life. And that is why Pax Financial Group uses a process called Pivot Retirement Planning that specifically focuses on helping us in middle America have an effective transition into the next chapter of life. Don't leave town. Retire right here in San Antonio. And with a final thought, I pivot to the CEO of Pax Financial Group, Daryl Lyons. When I was in D.C. and met with Larry, we both knew there aren't any breaks coming from Washington. We at Pax Financial Group do want to help you pivot like we have for so many. Call us today and learn more at PaxFinancialGroup.com. Pax Financial Group, investing in your life. Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Ah, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow. It smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? (laughs) Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Get all your health needs today at Rhonda's Nature's Way, 624 Southwest Military in Chopper City Mall, and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West and Callahan. Michael Medved sets the record straight. It has a picture of Dr. King, and it's a wonderful photo. And then it says he was a socialist before it was cool. Okay, there are two things and two problems with this statement from CNN. Number one, it says he was a socialist, which King didn't say publicly. Number two, it says before it was cool. That implies it's cool today to be a socialist. Is it really? The Michael Medved Show. Afternoons at 2, right before Larry Elder at 5 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, we go right to Jeff at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Jeff, thanks for waiting. How can we help you? Not a problem. I appreciate your time. Uh, gentlemen, good afternoon. I uh, just have um, doing trying to get some uh, tree trimming on my brother's live oaks. He's got about 30 between his front yard and backyard. Uh, and I know with this hard freeze that we just had over the last couple of days, um, is there a time frame where I need to wait? Because I see a couple of my neighbors, you know, I know it's it's pruning season, um, and we have to worry about the oak wilt around here in Castle Hills. 
So is there a time frame where I need to wait before I can start trimming those, or is it just free range? You, you need maybe just need, you need to review the the law there, but I I think I think you can prune. Uh, well, now is a good time to prune. The the question may be whether you have to paint now or not. And of course, Jerry and I. And Mark, uh, Mark Peterson, and uh, almost every arborist say just paint all the time. That's the safest thing. But this. Oh yeah, no. My brother, my brother and I are yeah. both very adamant about uh, you know. Yeah, you know, this is a good painting. time. This is a good time to prune, and I think all of the ordinances uh, that exist in the region identify it as as positive. Yeah, no, they they said they said it's a it's you know it's in season for pruning. I just didn't know if there was you know with the the freezing weather we've had over like Tuesday and Wednesday and you know started warming up on Thursday. I just didn't know if there was a time frame I needed to wait before I started doing all this. No, or no, that's perfect. The coldest okay, part I, of the coldest part of the winter or the hottest part of the summer, and I, I don't oh. I don't think there's any yeah the waiting there's no waiting period after the freezes okay outstanding i appreciate you guys help because i have a yeah, ton of work to luck. do out here for my brother <laughs> oh dear thanks jeff no thanks for no waiting. worries thank thank you guys i appreciate you it take care Bye. you bet right, 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 beverly is on the line hi there beverly welcome to millburgers gardening south texas what's going on Hey, thank you. I just have several planter boxes that, with alyssum, and of course, with the bad cold, they are uh, brown dead. I want to know whether I should cut them off at um, soil level or just try to pull them up by their roots. I'm hoping I'll get some um, reseeding um, later in the These spring. Sprouts. Yeah, they, I don't. I don't know. I've got. I've got both examples in my yard. I've got some that. The tops just got killed. Got some that were, were close to the house that weren't damaged at all. Then I got some out in the uh, cut flower garden that looked to me like they're dead or in a doornail where I would just pull those up. Uh, but if you see any any green at all in there, then that would be the snipping snipping off the top at at, at some point, and then they'll they'll be like the other cool weather plants, and there'll be another bloom period later okay. this spring. All right, but if there's just no green at all, just uh, pull them up. I, I, that's what I'll do. Either yeah. that or cut them off at the base. Okay. And let them see if they'll re-sprout from the ground. Okay. All right. And Thank you, guys. Appreciate let it. it. Let us know how how it turns out because again, that's another question. I don't think we've gone through. It's been a number of winters where we're speculating on whether a lissom. It's going to live through the... Or Dianthus is another one that showed yeah. some damage. Oh, yeah. My Dianthus uh, doesn't look too good. All right. Thank you, guys. Did Appreciate your snapdragons it. do fine? Uh, well, sort of. No, not wonderful. The, bloom, the blooms got knocked <laughs> off, but uh, mine, right. mine, the foliage right. looks great. But Yeah, I'm just snipping off the dead blooms. Okay, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you for Thanks, calling. Beverly. You Bye. take care. Bye-bye. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Dale is on the line. Dale, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Well, thank you very much. 
I have a question about my lila avocado tree. Um, I bought it there last spring and put it in the ground. Um, and during this cold weather, I covered it uh, with a tarp. Uh, the leaves are brown. They have shades of green still, but they're kind of a, a brown. What, what plant? Yeah, you're, you're fading out. Yeah, Dale, you're kind of fading on us a little. On the avocado. Yeah, it's a lila. That's better. That's much better. Yeah, it's and a- uh, I read on, on your website, or on uh, Plant Answers, that it should be good down to about 15 degrees when it's established, but this is less than a year that it's been in the ground here. And I'm just concerned. I'm just wondering if it's going to make it. Uh, do they normally lose their leaves in the winter? Yeah, a lot, most, of, most of them do. Yeah, they, 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 it's always okay. a question uh, of how they're going to fare in the cold weather, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's another one of those plants you don't want to move too fast. Yeah. You have to wait and well, see what, you know, we're, yeah. we're, if there's a dieback spot on the stems they might, the defoliate it might just be defoliation then there's no no yeah. problem we've got some at the greenhouse and uh uh there is a difference in uh in hardiness of those things uh-huh. like some of them have completely defoliated uh and some of them have still got you know did not defoliate yeah. So well, this uh, has lost about half of its leaves, I guess. But I did oh, have it okay. covered. I did have it covered during this really cold weather. Okay. Um, good. Okay. All right. Well, well, you're okay good. then if you still got half its leaves on. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask you uh, another quick question? Well, I sure. guess so. <laughs> okay. Um, it has to do with tropical milkweed. I harvested a bunch of seeds in the in the. Well, actually, winter, I think it was November, maybe early December even, uh, when, the, when they started uh, uh, seeding. And I have them in my refrigerator. I'm wondering when can I put those out? Uh, uh, you don't know. Are you putting them outside or are you growing them in a, in so indoors or what are you well, doing? Well, actually... Yeah, last year I actually did uh, uh, seed them in in small uh, pots, there and then go. I I planted them, uh, and they did they did pretty well. I'm just wondering if these because I have I have several that that just um, they just uh, seeded themselves and started growing. Right, so right. I thought well maybe I don't really need to go to the trouble to uh, you know pot them yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you get, you get a much much better germination rate though doing the way you did it. Then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I w- if you go plant them straight outside, I uh-huh. would wait till the middle of March to late April. Yeah. I mean, okay. first of April. Okay. And, right. But if you if you of course if you plant them inside, mm-hmm. uh, I'd say middle of February, the late February, uh-huh. inside. Okay. And well, I give them, give them time to get larger by uh, by April. Okay. Do you know offhand if they're deer uh, resistant? Do the deer like what? Them? Will the deer the, eat? Uh, yeah. Elk-weed. I don't think they will. 
you know, they grow out in the wild. They grow. Uh, I'm thinking of there's uh, the variety that grows out there by. Uh, oh gosh, the the antelope. Uh, yeah, the, the, the no, the green, the the green milkweed. I think they don't eat it out there at the hmm. Ferox Ranch. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but I've. Well, I'm, I'm going to give it a try. Uh, mine is all inside green. the fence, so I don't know for sure. I'm, I'm going to give it a try. I have a green belt right behind my uh, my house. I'm going to come out there and see if they can survive. And the last thing I'll mention is that the uh, Purple Martins are back. Uh, what? And, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's early and it's cold, but they've, uh, they've been spotted in Houston. Oh, uh, in Houston? Okay. Yeah. And so anyway, okay. people need to make sure that they've got their houses ready to go. Hey, I, I've still got a. I'm still putting together two new ones. So yeah, I, can you yeah. tell them to wait? <laughs> <laughs> my my target was um, March first to have uh-huh. everything ready, mm. and unless yeah. I, unless I saw them before then, but but mm-hmm. we did this last year too. We we saw. I think were you the one that brought it to our attention that they were seeing them in Houston? Early last year too? No, it wasn't oh. me. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just got an email from PurpleMartin.org saying that uh, they're in Florida and they've also been spotted in Houston. So I figured wow. that they'll they'll be here probably within thirty days. Okay, I think that's you're about our, right. Yeah, you're our second call uh, that's mentioned that uh, PurpleMartin.org sounds yeah. like it's a neat website. It is a good website, and they have a they have a wonderful forum. Uh, and and there's people in San Antonio that contribute to that forum on a regular basis. There's a teacher at one of the uh, the local uh, grade schools that actually has a Purple Martin uh, colony at the school, and he uh, educates his his uh, kids. On uh, the purple martins, and he and he posts in there. That's a good idea. Frequently, I, I yeah. bet they're fascinated by the martin. Yeah. How many birds in a colony? As many as you got. Well, yeah, so it depends, yes. They'll, they'll, okay. It depends on how many houses you can afford. Two. Yeah. Okay. I, guess, I guess you stretch it a bit if you got one pair, but if you got two pair, for sure you got a colony. Oh, okay. Cool. I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. But you can yeah, have. I, I have. Uh, I have sixteen. Uh, yeah. Wow. And and the houses are full every year. So wow. So, so what? What? Why aren't you uh, putting up some new developments? Well, I I have a pretty small lot. Oh. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm in the city, <laughs> and they've got to be like you know uh, 12 feet away from a tree. And when you live in Thousand Oaks, that's kind of hard to do. That's right. So yeah, that's tough. And cha- and. Uh, I've been getting uh, questions. I wrote that article on Martins a couple of weeks ago, and there's a lot of folks out there in uh, ranching territory west of uh, San Antonio that are having trouble. they got plenty of open space, but they're having trouble attracting Martins. So huh. uh, I was trying to, yeah, and somebody else, or maybe, maybe it was you or somebody else brought up the uh, that Purple Martin organization. Yeah, the, that org. On the website, on the internet, rather. Cool. Thanks, Dale. Well, you're welcome. Have a good day, guys. You too. Take care. Tell us what happens with the uh, the deer and the the uh, milkweed. Yeah. Okay. I will.
All righty. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. A caller who didn't want to stay on the line wanted to know uh, how to cut back peach trees. Uh, I don't know if they want to know if timing was right or Yeah, timing is right. Okay. Kevin mentioned that in his article. Oh. But Di- there's diagrams in plantanswers.com. It's always easier. For year, Jerry and I have probably got <laughs> 25 articles where we tried to describe. Yeah. But it's uh, the, those diagrams are much and easier. Pictures. Oh, okay. And they, uh, they're forgiving, too, because peach trees grow, grow fast. Now, you want to be a little more careful with pears and apples and even plums because mm-hmm. they don't grow as fast. But peaches is like roses. When will you know if your Morris plums are going to do anything? Uh, probably uh, February. Well, yet. maybe March. Close to March 1st. Should okay. Be. So about a month and a half. Yeah, should be, should be buds. Oh. You, you think he's going to bring us any fruit, Milton? He did last year, but I don't know. He was, what was it last he, time he, he was bragging about? Year. Oh, I had a great crop of blank. And it's like. You know, we, we, we wouldn't be able to tell. We saw nothing. I forgot what, what you were bragging about, but you were bragging about something. Oh, it's tomatoes, I think. Was uh, it? If, 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 if Mars Plum gets plenty of chili and it's a big tree, he'll, he'll be bringing plums oh, to everybody. Okay. Who, who they, they, produ- they produce a tremendous amount. What was that? Mars oh, he said if, if, it's, uh, if they do produce, oh, gotcha. uh, they're, they're, they're prolific and yeah. you'll be bringing But they are some. high chill. I don't know, seven. I guess seven hundred hours, but they're not. They're not a, uh, forgiving like you know. We talk about June gold being six hundred or six hundred fifty hours, but most years when there's three hundred and fifty hours of uh, cold, they they produce plenty of peaches. But Morris plum, they're just fussier, I guess, than other varieties. Hey, uh, we got about a. Three and a half minutes left. Do you want to bring up the GVST thing again? Yes, do that. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, next Monday, uh, this coming Monday, uh, we got a, a news release from the uh, Garden Volunteers of South Texas, and they're going to hold one of their gardening essentials class on Monday, January 22nd, which is this coming Monday from 12 to 3. Uh, the event will be held at the San Antonio Garden Center, 3310 North New Braunfels Avenue. And uh, it, it, uh, the topics will help every gardener from the novice to the experienced. Uh, this, this month, uh, we got two great speakers on two great topics. The first speaker is David Schultz of David's Garden Seeds and Products. I think that's right here in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And uh, he'll demonstrate how to sow seed indoors this winter. So if you want to try to grow your own tomatoes or... or Sinias you know, or... Uh, yeah, or, or anything like that, he'll be giving some tips on that. Types of potting mix to use and uh, how to how to keep them uh, moist and uh, not not too wet. And then the second speaker will be uh, Robbie Will of the Antique Rose Emporium to demonstrate how to care and prune winter roses. So uh, that those are two time, very timely topics. 
And uh, like I said, that's going to be uh, noon to two, noon to three, on uh, on this coming Monday. Uh, also available at this event will be garden char- tool sharpening for three dollars a tool. I guess uh, uh, Doctor uh, Harris uh, will be Tom Harris will be doing. Yeah. And uh, they ca- they gotta have an, have enough to have a potluck lunch in the plant sale. So there's a lot lot going on today, uh, Monday from twelve to three, at the uh, gives gives you a chance to plus the the good speakers, but plus it gives you a chance to check out the activities that are available through the gardening volunteers of South Texas. Lots of fun projects. Yeah, absolutely, they do a lot, and uh, this is a good way to, to like Calvin said to check it out because it's not there's no pressure. You just go and see if you enjoy it. So it's uh, noon to. 3 p.m. Noon to 3 at the Garden Center, which is over uh, Caddy Corner to the uh, Botanical Garden. If you pass muster, you could even serve on Jerry's uh, research team. You have to bring you muster? you be pretty old to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going to begin to wrap up for today. Thanks to Barry back at the station, doing a great job getting all your calls on the air and making it sound so good. And, of course, as always, on behalf of the docs, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you tomorrow back here at the nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Come by and visit with us. It's supposed to be a nice day. And say hi. We'll be see you then on The That's Answer. That's what you Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.